Hello, welcome to the latest edition of the TU Sports Extra podcast. I'm Patrick Prince, joined as always by John Tranchina, our TU beat writer, uh, here to talk a little TU sports. Um, we're recording this on Thursday around noon. And John, I guess this is going to be our, our home for the football season is Thursdays. So uh, we'll get together and talk a little TU football every week. Yep. And uh, looking forward to it. So let's start with uh, Rick Dixon. You had a, he kind of met the media uh, in a kind of informalish luncheon yesterday. What what came out of that? Yeah, there were several things coming out of that. Um, actually, some of the more interesting things, and I'll pr I'm probably going to write about this next week. But some of the more interesting things were they were there was some focus on some of the new fan experience fan experiences that are going to happen at the games. Um, were they? Uh, there's going to be like a more open tailgating uh, policy, I guess you could say, on the on the big field um, where everybody has the tents and stuff. And, you know, that's going to be like food free for everybody as opposed to you having to belong to certain groups to be able to partake in that or to even get into their tent areas or whatever. So there's going to be a lot, apparently a lot more open uh, strategy for that, which I thought was pretty cool um they were also talking about a new little like there's a uh, a new what's it called mini field behind the stadium uh like in that area uh back where the concession stuff is on the left side there's a uh they've actually constructed a, a brand a new mini field like replica of the field for kids to play on and whatever. Apparently there's gonna be more uh, parking for an extra thousand parking spots for games, which I think should help uh, make the fan experience a little bit better. Uh, there's a new student section. There's uh, There were a number of announcements about that. Um, there may, they were even talking about uh, bringing in the Dallas Cowboys DJ and he's consulting with them about how to kind of help pump up the crowd and get people going and not sure if he's actually going to be there at all or if he's just helping out and kind of, you know, advising the TU people. So there's a, there's a number of things with that. So that's one, one thing. And then the, the other thing was they introduced two new uh, members of the athletic department. Uh, Pooh Williamson, former basketball player, is now joining the uh, former TU basketball player from Beggs, who is now joining the department to uh, as an associate AD for development, which I think is also a fancy way of saying he's going to help fundraising as well as hold other roles. And then is that, is that new or do they just announce it? Like I think he, that's new. Yeah, he's, he's oh, just starting. So. Oh, that's great! Yeah, that's 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 interesting. That's that's good to have Pooh back at TU. That's great. Yeah, and you know, there apparently there's a real close connection between him and him and Dixon, and you know, he was excited to. They were both excited to get to work together and and move on to this chapter. So yeah, so he's back. And then the other thing was that uh, Jimmy Stewart is joint is, I guess they were teammates here way back him and Dixon and they are uh he is coming back as a person to like in a mental health 
capacity to help student student athletes uh, deal with mental health issues and kind of direct them in the into the different avenues that they might need help with. So, is this a new position? That is a new position as well. Yes, they just created that for him. Um, Very interesting. Yes, Garen Emig is going to be writing something about that in the coming days. So he was, but so there's a, yeah, that was interesting. I mean, you know, that's an, an area that doesn't necessarily get a lot of notice in uh, sports and how the pressures that athletes are under, student athletes are under and how they handle it and, you know, how that affects them on the field and, you know, all kinds of things like that. So they have these resources now that they're pushing towards it and trying to not make it a stigma type thing, but everybody can benefit from it and deal with deal with it. So yeah, that yeah was, no, that's that's great to hear. And I wonder, I wonder how many schools are doing that. I don't, I don't know how widespread this is. That that's very. Yeah. interesting. I'm sure, I'm sure Garen's column will kind of educate us all a little bit, and maybe he'll, you know, kind of tell us about it. But that's that's interesting. And poo poo coming back. Mm -hmm. that's, that's great news. Yeah. Um, so okay, well, so all anything else noteworthy out of that? That those were the big things. That pretty much was the uh, was the gist of it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Oh, good stuff. So yeah. okay. So in a more formal press conference setting, you had a chance to sit down with uh, Philip Montgomery. Uh, mm -hmm. What were some of the highlights <laughs> from from his session with the media yesterday? Yeah. Well, one of the big things that uh, I was discussing with him was the makeup of the offensive line as we know that there's going to be basically five new starters on the offensive line and that's a, an area probably the biggest question mark on this team at this point um and will be a big determining factor as to how things actually shake out uh how well those guys come together as a group and stuff so we talked about that quite a bit and kind of uh dis discussed how you know they also have a new position coach that steve farmer is a new offensive line coach and he talked a little bit about that there were also some uh some discussions about other players and positions but that was the big thing from my takeaway from philip montgomery that's actually the uh topic of the article i'm writing today that will be in tomorrow's paper uh about the offensive line so is Philip concerned? Like, what, what were the thoughts that he expressed to you? He seemed pretty excited about it. He acknowledged that the uncertainty is there. He thinks they're going to be really good and that it's going to go well, but he acknowledges that the fact that they've never, they haven't played yet in a real game, and a lot of them are first-time, just about everybody are first-time starters. Uh, in fact, yes, they all are first-time starters. So the fact that they haven't actually uh, been through the wars yet, he acknowledges is, is slightly concerning, but he has the confidence that they're going to be able to do the job. And he's, he's happy with how they're coming along and how they're, they've, you know, blended together as a group and assimilated into the team and picking up the offense and that kind of stuff. But yeah, the, uh, the uncertainty is, is there definitely. Did Davis Brin address this at all yesterday during his media session? Yes, he, he he spoke about that as well. He he says he's confident in how they're coming along and he thinks they're going to do well. And, you know, he says a lot of that building the chemistry had to do with um, 
them hanging out a lot off the field as well as you know work taking a lot of reps and practice and stuff to get used to each other but it's interesting how they they all seem to have this mindset where a lot of becoming closer off the field and becoming friends is is a good part of building that chemistry on the field um that seems to be a common theme with everybody and that and that since that part seems to be going well they they there's that feeling that they're going to do well on the field too so before you and i started recording this you said that davis had a funny moment with the media yesterday why don't you share that yes so he and uh Kendarren Ray were up there talking and there was some uh Kendarren Ray was a high school quarterback and switched to play safety when he got here to Tulsa and so that people were asking Davis whether he played defense in high school and he was talking about how he played a few snaps on in the secondary himself and he also returned some punts and that got that was like a really like moment for people where especially <laughs> there was a funny reaction from from k ray when he when he heard that and he like looked at him and was like oh yeah okay like there was a you know like that would have been funny to see kind of thing but so yeah it was a little lighthearted moment from him where he he seems to say a lot of the right things and you don't necessarily see a whole lot of uh his personality a lot but that time Mm -hmm. he he you know he back broke through a little bit and it was it was a, a funny moment between the two of them so what's the situation looking like at backup quarterback yeah that's uh that could be a concern as well i mean i would say that that's the one position where if the starter goes down with an injury these guys could be in trouble um although you know that so it's a backup quarterback it looks like it's braylon braxton is going to be the primary guy although there's also roman fuller uh they're both uh well braxton is a redshirt freshman and fuller is a redshirt sophomore but i think fuller maybe saw a little action last season but they're both don't have any you know very inexperienced in that sense and They've looked pretty good in, in practice and in the scrimmages, but it's in, in moments here and there. And I just have that concern where, you know, you put in an unproven person who's never been on the field in a meaningful college moment. If, yeah. if Davis goes down, you know, we could have some issues. But uh, that's those are the two guys right there for the backup. And uh, Montgomery was – he wasn't concerned about it he said he would be confident with them but he also again acknowledges that that inexperience would be a factor and hopefully that you know hopefully that doesn't come to fruition and we don't we never find out <laughs> sure so what do you what are you seeing at running back you know they lost you know shamari brooks uh you know <laughs> big time production from him is it going to be the generic print show this year or are they going to mix it up a little bit what kind of what are you seeing at that position i think it's going to be a, a group effort um it's interesting you mentioned generic prince there's been pretty much four guys who have been working with the first team and i would say he based on how the 
uh, reps have been handed out in the scrimmages and in the practices. He seems to be fourth on that list, which is a bit of a surprise to me, honestly. Uh, it looks like it's Anthony Watkins. Steven Anderson has, uh, after not really showing up a whole lot in my mind, and uh, you know, at least not catching my eye a whole lot in earlier practices in the scrimmage the other day and then some of the recent practices, he has looked really good. Uh, as a guy who's 6'2 and 269, he, you know, that he's that huge punishing guy who's going to power through uh, and really be a, uh, I guess, maybe a short, short yardage type of guy, but like he's, he's looked really good. Uh, Jordan Ford has looked really oh, good. I'm still stuck on 269. Yeah. Can you believe that? <laughs> oh, my word. Yeah. And seeing Good him Lord. barreling through the line, I'm like, I, I had this, like, all right, what is this guy's size? You know, like, check the, the roster for that. Sounds like a misprint. Yeah. Like, right. Like, he could really hurt somebody. Yes. And anyway, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just heard <laughs> 269. I was like, uh, is, is he serious? All I right. know, right? And there's that, and there's that big. That's a big uh, contrast when you look at Jordan Ford, who's also in the mix there. But he's 5'10", 178. So <laughs> he's the fast, you know, quick cut guy. And then you have mm -hmm. the Anderson, who's going to barrel through people. Um, and then yeah, and you got Watkins, who I guess is their biggest, most returning yards from last season. Um, Watkins had 634 yards. Anderson had 219 in 45 carries. So he didn't get the ball a whole lot, but he was he was still in the mix. And and Prince, I mean, I'm not sure what's going on there, but he seems to have fallen down the chart a little bit. But uh but they're all going to be in the mix, and, and yeah, it'll it'll yeah, it'll be it'll sort it, itself it, out. Be, yeah, see who who emerges, you right? Know, kind of going forward. Yeah, sounds like they got a lot of different options to to play with at least. Yeah, I, so in that sense, I'm I'm pretty happy with this group. I think that's going to be a strong, you know, collectively that's a that's a strong group. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, anything else on your mind? We've we've kind of delved into a lot there. Uh, any anything else that you want to mention uh not really i mean they've officially changed tactics to uh focusing on the first game in wyoming and you know now it feels like we're finally getting to the season you know it's kind of been a a slog for those guys a lot of a lot of workouts for over three weeks of practice and now they're getting to the good part so i'm excited for the season to start well, and that's that's a good segue, John. So, uh, like I said, we'll be we'll be coming at you every every Thursday during the season. Uh, next week, we'll get down to the nitty gritty and really kind of break down what what TU fans can expect, likely to expect from this season. I mean, we don't we don't really know, obviously, but John will do the best to kind of uh, explain what what might be coming. And like you said, uh, at Wyoming, two thirty, and that's uh, next Saturday, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, you know, August is always a weird time, man, because it, it's great reading the stories and, you know, kind of getting to know the new team. Uh, but it's now it's just like, OK, let's let's play a game. Let's 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 do this. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure, sure the players are, are tired of hitting each other and they, they want to go out and, and finally get 
play where it matters. 100%. All right. So you can check us out on Google, Apple, and Spotify. You can download us for free. Again, this is the TU Sports Extra podcast. We'll be coming at you once a week. And uh, we also have some other podcasts. Barry Lewis and I do one on high school football. Uh, Garen Emig, Bill Haston, our two columnists do a podcast every week. There's also an OU podcast and an OSU podcast. So we get you covered on podcasts. So find one, check us out. John, appreciate the knowledge, and we'll talk next week. All right. Sounds good.